Welcome to Starting Points, a podcast from Faith on Hill. Starting Points is an overview of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, including all of the major sections of the Bible. It's designed to be a starting point or a restarting point for your personal study and reading of the Word of God. Today, we're going to talk about the poetic books. It's one of the major sections of the Bible. The Old Testament starts with the Torah, the first five books, Genesis, Exodus, you know, Numbers, Leviticus, Deuteronomy. And then it goes to the books of history, Joshua and Judges, 1st and 2nd Samuel, Ruth, all of that. And then we come to what are called the poetic books, most notably the Psalms and the Proverbs are the books that people think of when they hear the poetic books. But it actually starts with the book of Job. And that gets a little tricky because, wait a minute, Adam, we just went through the book of Job and you said that you take that book literally. What do you do there? Well, first of all, I, am, I, I want to be incredibly humble in how I approach these books and also to say that there are plenty of godly men and women who have thought about these things long before I came along. And just because I might have an opinion about something doesn't mean that I'm the only one. So I want to have humility, as it says in the book of Ephesians, submit one to another in how I approach these things. So I am listing the book of Job in the poetic books. Then it's followed by Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Songs. I would personally list Lamentations in this group as well, but it's not. So while I might mention it, it's not in this group. Also, in the Orthodox and Catholic Bibles, there is the Book of Wisdom and the Book of Sirach. Uh, Why are those included in the Catholic and Orthodox and not in the Christian Bibles, or sorry, the Protestant Bibles? Um, It's pretty straightforward. The Bible, when it was translated from Hebrew into Greek, into what's called the Septuagint version of the Old Testament, before Jesus, that is the books of the Old Testament that are in the Protestant Bibles. And those are the books of the Old Testament that were in both the Orthodox and Catholic Bibles up until the Reformation. Then, after the Reformation, and I think partially to separate themselves from the Protestant Church, uh, books like the Book of Wisdom, the Sirach, 1st and 2nd Maccabees, were included into the Old Testament canon um, and these had always been around. They're uh, good, good to read. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, they're, they're very interesting books, but they're not in the canon that was accepted in Jesus's day, and that is why we don't have it in our Bibles. Now, like I said, the book of Job uh, starts the poetic books, but I take Job literally. But just because I take it literally, and I think it's written literally, it doesn't. I, I also recognize that it's written in a poetic style. That the book of Job is written like a play, and you could easily stage a play based off of the book of Job. Just because something's written in a poetic or an artistic way doesn't mean it's not true or literal. But, like I said, I submit to it. Psalms, of course, is the songbook of Israel. Uh, written largely by King David, but there's also contributions from others like Solomon, Moses, uh, Asaph, who was one of the chief songwriters, and others uh, who wrote the songs. Proverbs is a collection of writings and sayings largely attributed to Solomon. 
Ecclesiastes um, is a, a, a book of, um, you know, just kind of uh, Solomon basically wrestling with the futility of life apart from God. Song of Songs or Song of Solomon is a ancient uh, romantic poem. Um, it is at times, I mean, relative to the to the Bible and ancient culture, it is erotic at times. It is a celebration of love between a husband and a wife in the way that God created it. It's an important book, and we'll get to it later as we get to those books in the, the podcast. Now, to me, the human story, and that's the first question we always ask on this podcast is, what's the human story here? It's that God made us in his image, and part of being made in his image is that he is a creator. God made us to create. It says at the end of his creation in the book of Genesis that he rested, he looked, and he saw that what he created was good. He enjoyed his creation. God made us to enjoy And part of that means enjoying art, enjoying the things that God has enabled us to create. God made us to be bold and daring, and and art is included in that. He said, go out, be fruitful and multiply, spread out, take ground. That's being bold and daring, and part of that is enjoying art and, and, and the creation of art. I think God wants us to remember, and you and I are more likely to remember a song lyric than a sermon. You and I are more likely to remember our story as we sing it than as we say it. God wants us to understand and art and song and theater and saga help us to understand and to remember. Now that does create landmines, sure. The poetic books are tricky. Some of them are also prophetic. Which ones? Some of them aren't neat. The book of Ecclesiastes does not end in a nice, neat way like we would like. Some of us Some of them make us uncomfortable. I have never seen Christian, Protestant pastors and theologians more uncomfortable than when the Song of Songs come up and somebody suggests that it's not just an allegory for Jesus and the church, but rather it could actually be talking about human love, romance, and sexuality in a positive way. Oh my goodness, they get so uncomfortable. The only other place they get more uncomfortable is Noah getting drunk in the book of Genesis, but that's a whole other thing. It's not neat. It makes us uncomfortable. There's stuff that doesn't tie up well and we have questions about. But where is Jesus seen? Well, Job shows us our need for a mediator. The Psalms point to our need for a Savior and point to the coming Messiah. The Proverbs and Ecclesiastes both show us our need for wisdom and the folly of this world, the pointlessness of life apart from God. And if we were to include lamentations like I like to do, it grieves for the destruction caused by our sins. It grieves for the pain and the human suffering that we inflict on ourselves. The poetic books, and we'll start unpacking them here over the next coming weeks, the poetic books challenge us to create and enjoy creation. The poetic books challenge us to be uncomfortable with mystery and mess and things that aren't neat and tidy. The poetic books point us to Jesus and call us to embrace Jesus as Savior, as King, as Lord. I want to thank you for joining us for another episode. Are you a creative person? Are you an artistic person? Has God given it in you to be daring and bold in the creation of artistic works? If that's the case, man, dive into these books. 
Also, if that's the case, how are you using the giftings that God has given you for his glory and the proclamation of his good news? It's a fair question. My name's Adam. I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of the Starting Points Podcast. You can follow us at Faith on Hill on social media. You can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You just have to search Faith on Hill and hit subscribe. And our video version is on our Facebook page. We'd love if you liked and shared. We'll see you next time for another episode of Starting Points and Sunday mornings at 1030 a.m. as we study the Word of God together there.